welcome back to Game Club, the show where we justify the name of this website. My name is John Lucero, I'll be your host, and joining me today are... Vanessa Cahill. Hey, Jason Ariola. See, I told you John would be back. Thank you. <laughs> he doesn't lie most of the time. And when we, when we, when we promise games that we're going to talk about, uh, like it's Sarah's Wrath, any day now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know. Uh, but today is not that day. Today we are talking about... Uh, Little-known puzzle platformer, The Great Perhaps, by Caligari Games. I hope I said that correctly. I don't want to insult, you know, insult them. I hope so, too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, we, I believe we all played it on the, on the Switch, correct? Yeah. I, I guess it is. Oh. I, actually, I played it on the Xbox. I realized um, after I bought it on the Switch, I had already had it on the Xbox. Like, of know. course you did. Of course you <laughs> did. had it on the Xbox. <laughs> yeah. So um, I just went and played it on the Xbox for the achievement points. I figured I was like, well, I might as well reward myself for playing this too while I'm at it. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, well, uh, we put, Vanessa and I played on the Switch. Jason on the Xbox is also available on PS4 and PC. Um, uh Vanessa, you chose this game. Can you uh, uh, please enlighten <laughs> us as to why you chose this game? Um, I was scrolling through the um, games on sale in the Switch library, as always. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And um, and I stumbled upon this one, and I liked the art style, and I was like, "Well, that could be cool." And I was like, "Oh, go, you know, going through time. That also sounds really cool." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, um, no, no more reasons than that, really. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yep. You heard it here first. Here, games. We, we vet games very thoroughly before we before we dive right in. Uh, and speaking of diving right in, Jason. Yes. Uh, is your lab coat on? <laughs> oh, it is always on. Let me just put on my glasses here, and we'll be good to go. Yes. Could you uh, please uh, take us to the lab and enlighten us on the history of uh, the Great Perhaps and its developer? Sure. Well, uh, first off, I'm going to say. Uh, this deep dive is going to be more like a um, a child's waiting pool, I think, just because this is a, a newer game. There's not a whole, whole lot to go on here, but we'll, we'll kind of roll with it. So, uh, The Great Perhaps released on Windows, Mac, and Linux, August 14th, 2019, and then the PlayStation 4, Switch, and Xbox One on July 10th, 2020. It was made by, as John said, Caligari, or Caligari? I don't know how you're going to say that, but we'll go with both right there. Uh, Games, a small studio made up of a handful of people. It appears um, most of the staff, this was their first credit, uh, near as I could find anyway. Uh, They're currently working on their second game, Whateverland, a point-and-click adventure game with a branching dialogue system, non-linear gameplay, various endings, and unique in-game Turn-based strategy sports simulator. I have no idea what that means. <laughs> Everything else seemed pretty standard till that last that last sentence. Yeah, uh, threw, me for, threw me a little uh, bit. That's that's gonna be a game club, guys. Yeah, I think it's gonna have to be. I might even try to reach out to these guys and be like, "Hey, um, can you come on and one of you talk to us? Because what the hell is this?" Sounds kind of like Pyre, honestly. <laughs> yeah, um, kinda. Yeah. Yeah. So um, they seem to be kind of swinging for the fences with their ideas i kind of appreciate the attempt even if the execution is a little rough around the edges i kind of feel as we were going through this um i'm not like really that learned about it i suppose but russian fatalism really seems to influence this game's uh direction quite a bit if you're not familiar with what russian fatalism is uh john i'm not sure if you uh can kind of banter back and forth with me at all about this because you're a little bit more familiar with Russian culture than I am but uh, the idea of it is that life just happens to you it will get better but you have no control over it but it does improve so you kind of just kind of keep going 
you can't fix it yourself, but life will fix itself for you eventually. It stands very much in stark contrast to the Western attitude of pick yourself up by your bootstraps mentality that also doesn't really work. So Yeah, it's I mean it's it's from Nietzsche, I believe is the most famous uh, philosopher of fatalism mm-hmm. uh, and nihilism. But uh, he yeah, I mean, it stems from the early turn of the century, 19th century, uh, 18th century, 20th century. Uh, just like the Russia was in a bad spot for a long time and still is in mm-hmm. terms of politics and just the control structure in general. So at the, at a lot of a lot of belief system was just like, all right, just keep going and eventually it might get better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it found it can't can't get worse, even though they were incorrect yeah. sometimes and it did get worse. Yes. Yes. Um, it's not it's not as bad as it has been but it's still not great over in russia yeah so. yeah hey you know uh, our capitalism over here has not been doing so well either as we've seen it sort of unravel itself uh, uh, but anyway yeah again yeah, the nationalism thing over here isn't doing so well either so you know no, it's, it's um yeah yeah I, I, I don't know if there's really any real way of going about it i mean the whole what you know life just happens and you just sort of have to roll with that attitude might be the way to go sometimes <laughs> Yeah, I think there is a valid, it's valid philosophy in there. I do think there you need you need a little more, uh, you know, uh, positivity. <laughs> yeah, I mean, not positive, just like so, like you know, a little, a little bit more self-driven. I think uh, to mixed in with that thing that you can sometimes you got to roll with the punches, but sometimes you know you gotta, you gotta, you gotta do it yourself. So it's uh, you gotta you know add some more ideas into there. I think you have something really good. But uh, yeah, maybe the whole uh, pick yourself up by the bootstrap thing. Uh, you know, like you do that, and if there's a uh, something biting you in your boot, uh, maybe take the boot off. And so do a little something about it rather than, eh, eventually I'll crush this thing as I'm walking. Exactly. <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, it's a pretty good attitude. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that uh, that kind of informs a lot of the tone of this game, and I I think if you're unaware of that attitude of the Russian culture, a lot of this game might sort of ugh, maybe not go over your head, but be 
lost on you a little bit. You sort of have to take this game in context a lot. And I suppose we should actually talk about the game itself a little bit more before we start dealing with that. Because like I said, there wasn't a whole lot as far as development stuff goes for this game. But it, I feel like the tone and a little bit of the backdrop of the cultural stuff of the developers is probably a little bit key to understanding what this game is shooting for. Because if we just take it from Western eyes, it might be like, what the hell is this? Yeah, so are I mean, they Russian? Are the developers Russian? Yes, yeah. Uh, yes, okay, yeah. so they weren't just like we should make a Russian no, fabulous no, game. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, this is this is a pure, I, I I don't want to say purely. I guess I didn't look super deeply into, it, but there this is a Russian made game uh, with and Russian developers, and uh, you can tell is when, a lot a lot of times in like a first developed game for from a studio, you can really tell like what their mission statement is essentially as a as a developer and what they the things that they think they're thinking about and want to express. This is pretty par for the course in terms of uh, Russian art. <laughs> so this is, uh, these viewpoints are well-tread in Russian philosophy and uh, art and writing and music and everything. So uh, it wasn't surprising necessarily what, what they were going with. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I will say, um, you know, based on that and then their next game, I'm like, okay, so what is their mission statement now? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I am well, curious confused. That description uh, to see what they're going. Maybe, maybe they just wanted the, they got they got this they got this out of the way this thing they wanted they probably I'm sure that they uh, the developers had this the uh, directors had this idea for a game inside his head for a while, um, and he got this out of the way and now moving on to the next step. But, uh, As someone uh, who knows nothing about Russia or anything about Russian culture, this was a surprising game for me to play. <laughs> <laughs> was it okay? It's uh, it's <laughs> that like, that is uh, that's, that's okay okay good good to know. Pretty uh, weird. Yeah, it's pretty it's, weird. <laughs> yeah, it is. It yes. Even knowing a little bit about Russian culture, it still is pretty weird. So, um, <laughs> on that note, would you guys uh, like to move on to the game itself? Yeah, let's do that. I'll start us off here. The fact that puzzle platformers, which this game this game is uh, at its heart, it's a puzzle platformer, uh, are not always my cup of tea. They're uh, they're very there's some that I really really enjoy like I really like Limbo and Inside I like to play that stuff um, more for aesthetics than uh, gameplay I've never played Braid this reminds me a lot of I think this is probably pretty similar to Braid from what I've seen but the Swapper I got a lot of vibes from the Swapper from this also I don't know if you ever played that Jason or Vanessa but uh, that was that's also a really neat puzzle platformer involving clones and uh, teleporting I had messed around with it a little bit yeah. like when it first came out yeah I liked it I liked that game quite a bit uh, but yeah, so uh, that just preface that when I say that I, I was not a huge fan of The Great Perhaps. Uh, I found it uh, honestly pretty unengaging for the most part. I did, I like the aesthetic wise and what they were going for, I appreciated. And I even kind of uh, liked what the ending, even though I found the ending kind of predictable per se. Uh, I did think it was kind of interesting, well done for what it was. But Overall, I thought execution on this was pretty lacking. And you could tell it was a first attempt at a game. Uh, it just wasn't very fun to engage with, like the puzzle part of the puzzle platforming, which is, I think, usually the music pretty common, for, in my opinion, is that the yeah. puzzles just are not, 
it's not it's not fun to push the boxes. I'm sorry, it's never yeah. fun to push the boxes. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah, it's like it, like I I don't enjoy a puzzle where I know what the solution is and it takes me and, I, and the most of the time spent is just trying to get the box over to solve the just to solve it. Like I know the answer to this puzzle. Just let me move on. Mm-hmm. It's uh, but yeah, that's. That's a that's a big thing for me in this game is just like interacting with the game itself was just not not very enjoyable and it's very short like it I beat this game in like an hour and a half two hours I think yeah it's incredibly short and I think it gets a, it gets a whole story across in a very short amount of time which is you know commendable gameplay wise did not really do it for me Vanessa what did you think of the gameplay at least itself frustrating. <laughs> I liked all the things they were trying to do. But yeah, again, the execution on things. Like there was one time where I'm like, where is the thing? I'm like, oh, I'm holding the thing. I just can't, I can't tell that I'm holding the uh, object yes. that I'm looking for. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or the scene with the train. Maybe you guys got hit by that train more than really anybody needs to be hit by that stupid train. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the swapping between, because there's a, there's a time swapping mechanic in this game, which is the main mechanic. Pretty much 95% of your, th- your time in the game will be spent uh, swapping time to solve puzzles. Uh, and it is slower than what it asks you to do sometimes when you when you want to swap time. Like it's not, it's not a, at least on the switch. It wasn't as uh, I, I wish it was faster. I wish it was just like more mm-hmm. like quick, a quick swap thing. I feel like that that could have made it more interesting interacting with it than like you have to. For me, at the time I had to like turn the lantern on first, and then you could swap time. And sometimes you could just hold it down and swap. Also, it was kind of hard to tell as to why the time mechanic wouldn't work in some areas, other than they just didn't want it to there. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Vanessa, I'm sorry I cut you off. <laughs> no, no, all, I believe I, try, I also feel all those things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I enjoyed what they like. I thought it was like good. It was good what they were going for, and I liked the idea of it. And I thought, um, I don't know, most of the story elements were were okay. I think it could have had a more exciting ending. Um, like a more like a like a, like especially with that monster, it's like what why like why introduce the monster and then do nothing with the monster? Isn't he the monster? Isn't that the end? Spoilers for listeners, I guess. That plan. See, well, so, well, so my my vibe was like I would have liked more more clarity on that because when I saw it, I was like, oh, and he left, and then the monster's still there. I thought the insinuation was that he became it once in the time loop is that he became that monster thing. But you're you're so much more deep than I am. <laughs> See, I didn't even think that. I thought it was maybe time trying to correct itself or keep itself stable, and that's what that was. I thought because at the end of it, he he like reaches towards the spaceship in a, in like a more knowing way. So he's like, I have to fix this, and he's trying to catch himself again so he can fix the issue. But he just keeps falling in the same loop over and over again. Probably that's what mm. I. Which is why I liked the end. I, I thought the ending was relatively interesting. Well, with that ending, that's way more. Yeah, my interpretation. Just my interpretation. Maybe I'm totally yeah. wrong. Maybe I interpreted it totally wrong. See, and I kind of took it just, I don't know, maybe it's just based on the multitude of time travel sort of things in pop culture and media that I've taken in over the years. Basically, I kind of took it as a little bit like the Russian fatalism thing. Like, okay, that didn't work that time. Let's just do it again sort of thing. I didn't really take it as, oh, he became the monster. It was just, okay, I screwed up this time. I'm just going to keep going and until I get it right, basically.
Vanessa, any more gameplay thoughts? I don't know. Like I, I still like. I really want to like this game more than I like this game. I think also with the puzzle stuff, like most most puzzlers, I feel like have like not more obvious hints, but there are like hints around like like especially like like for instance like the circus scene. There are so many objects I could give that oh kid. Oh my god! It would have been yes. nice if she had said like I you know like I really want something that like that floats or something. You know, not it doesn't have to be so obvious, but like any hint or like I'd like something red. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Instead, instead of just... I picked up every single thing and threw it at her before I before I got the stupid balloon. <laughs> yeah, I had a similar experience where I just like, do you want this hot dog? No, you want the hot dog. Okay, do you want this bear that I had to throw a ball into a hoop to get? No, you don't want this bear. I just got the bear for no reason. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jason, what about you, gameplay wise? What What were your thoughts? I guess as someone who not. I didn't spend that much time playing them, but as someone who grew up um, with point-and-click adventures being a thing, I didn't find this too egregious, whereas, um, boy, you know, uh, some of those games were, you know, they could get you three-quarters of the way through the game, or maybe even, like, right to the end, and if you were missing one item that you were supposed to pick up in, like, you know, the first 15 minutes and didn't carry it in your inventory or dropped it somewhere in the middle, you fucked yourself out of the ending, I, you know, I found this like, okay, so I got to go rinse and repeat here for, uh, you know, 10, 15 minutes or whatever, trying to do something if I screw it up or if I have to spend some time on a puzzle. It didn't seem that obtuse, but I do kind of feel that, um, you know, I agree with both of you that gameplay wise, it could have felt a little better. But I think me interpreting it as just a point and click adventure game with some platformer kind of elements to it, maybe platformer being the main thing of it and just sort of going from both of those genres more than a like puzzle platformer i suppose i thought of it that way and maybe that's why i didn't find it quite as obnoxious just because of the amount of time you can spend playing a point and click adventure game is largely dependent on you figuring out the puzzles and i didn't mind that back in the day and i don't really have time for that so much these days but this one it was rather breezy and the fail states weren't nearly as punishing it was literally like oh okay i go back a few minutes and i'm okay yeah i, I agree with that i do think the um, the deaths themselves were a little sometimes sudden and uh, uh-huh. inconsist- inconsistent at yes. times, too. <laughs> and, uh, God, that stupid double-headed rat thing. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then also the, the the guards with guns that could sometimes shoot you that would – but even if you flip time, you sometimes would register you getting shot. It happened to me a few times, at least, that I would still register me getting shot. Um did you, Jason? Did you think the solution? What do you think of the puzzle solutions themselves? I didn't. I didn't find them very engaging for the most part. Just felt them. They kind of felt trial too, a little too trial and error or too obvious. Either either one. They kind of never hit a sweet spot for me personally. You know, I can agree with that. At the same time, I've always felt these sort of like puzzle things and the point-and-click adventure games, it's always more of a dive into the game developers or the directors, like psyche on how they want you to figure out a puzzle more than any logical thing, if that makes sense. So I didn't really have too much of an issue with a lot of the puzzles. Maybe, again, it's because I played a lot of these, or, you know, like, the point-and-click adventure games when I was a kid, so I learned to, okay, here's how this is actually probably going to work, and then, you know, getting punished for my incorrect, you know, quote-unquote thinking, as opposed to what the developer wanted me to do, and getting punished for it hours down the road, whereas this is like, oh, I'm getting punished, but it's, you know, five minutes or whatever I lost Mm -hmm. of my life. So I didn't find it nearly as frustrating, I think, as probably you two did, just because of that patience I had when I was younger for this shit, and the, let's say, much more forgiving 
uh, failure states of this game. So maybe that's yeah. why. And I didn't really feel like anything was like too obtuse. It was sometimes, I think the balloon thing is probably the most, most egregious one where like, oh, okay, so why was I able to even get this thing in the first place? But it wasn't like, oh, okay, well, I got this bear and now that set me back two hours or I failed the game completely. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I, I agree with you there that the fatal states themselves made the act of failing way less annoying. Honestly, it's like, all right, I'll just do this again, I guess. But uh, it's, again, it's a very breezy game, very short. It's uh, so even even the frustration didn't didn't stay too long. You just kind of moved on to the next scene and kept going. Vanessa, what did you think of the writing and performances in this game? Um, I thought they weren't bad, really. Uh. It was kind of dramatic, <laughs> but I get it. Like it's the tone, right? Like the world has ended and you're depressed and you're looking for like maybe your family. Yeah. Overall, I thought it was pretty good. I feel like the voice acting was okay. It was very, uh, I don't know. I never had a hard time. I feel like it, it was done in good time. So it wasn't like I was on the next scene and he was still saying words from the first scene. It was okay. Uh, Jason, what do you think? There was occasional instances where if you were maybe moving a little faster than the game wanted you to, uh, <laughs> the lines would clip into one another and you're like, wait, 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 what? I was reading the subtitles that, you know, I, I want to do that more just because I can read faster than they can talk. So I tend to do that. But sometimes it, you know, I'm reading that and then absorbing the dialogue as it goes. And then it starts saying something else because I clipped into something and the subtitle kind of very quickly goes by. And I'm like, wait, what? What just happened? Shit. Okay. Uh <laughs> Uh, the performances weren't bad. It You could kind of tell this was, you know, not a higher budget thing, but I didn't really have any problems with it per se. I do wish the subtitles matched uh, maybe a little bit more 100% since there's really not any instances of lip flapping you need to worry about. Uh, other than that, yeah, I didn't really have too many issues with it. Yeah, I did, I did find the performances, and I assume that the developers actually did it themselves. Like, pretty wooden, the, the line readings themselves overall, especially like... Yeah, most of the stuff you hear is from uh, Cosmos is the main character, and L9 is the AI. And uh, it's you know the AI's voice acting is like pretty run of the mill um, AI stuff. Oh, and uh, Cosmos is fine. It's it's uh, for, when you understand like the small team and uh, you assume that you have to assume the budget for this game is not super high. Uh, it's it's a little more forgivable. The writing. Well, I didn't have an issue with the ideas they were presenting. They didn't really hit me with anything that I that like made me really think, like, oh, wow, that's interesting. It's more like, oh, yeah, nature, we should probably protect nature, and man is the real monster and all that shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, yeah. It's all, it's like, I, yes. <laughs> Some of the attempts at the, like, talking the man down from the ledge, the suicide, the guy attempting suicide was pretty, uh, standard. <laughs> like, pretty, uh, children's novel-esque i guess i don't know i just felt like they had big ideas but they didn't really have any depth to the ideas that they were like they didn't really say much with them beyond yeah. the surface level uh which is mm-hmm. which i think if they if they'd done that i would have probably enjoyed this game a lot more even even with the the gameplay issues i have jason do you have like a any, uh standout moments in the game like any moments they're like i really enjoyed doing that Oh, boy. Let me think. Uh, boy. Stupid as maybe I sort of enjoyed getting that mech suit for like two minutes. <laughs> See, that's, that's going to be one of my frustrating ones. But yeah, keep, 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 go ahead, Jason. Yeah. I, I just thought it was... I, oh, See, the lead up to it, yes, frustrating. But I enjoyed actually having the mech suit for half a second. And I kind of like <laughs> the underground city look there. It, 
I, I want to say, yeah, it was probably a little obvious there, but also just that whole thing of like, where are all the people? What happened? Everything went to shit. It made me want to know more, but of course this game doesn't really give you much more than what's on the surface, unfortunately. It kind of uh, piques my interest, but there's nothing really there to kind of satiate that interest, unfortunately. And that was definitely the... I want to say the standout set piece for me was that area just because it led me to like, oh, well, what's going on here? What happened here? Like, oh, there's a whole city underground now. Like, when did this happen? How long was it around for? And, you know, kind of the payoff for it is non-existent, unfortunately. And <laughs> also uh, will lead into one of my, I'm going to say the most frustrating moment of the game, which we can get to later if you, if we're going to do that segment too. We, we are. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I did find the underground city interesting. I do find it interesting that it existed and it, and people still like were com- completely wiped out of the, after a hundred years, which is very quick for the entire population of earth to be gone. There was something interesting there to at least, at least give me a little more. I get, you don't have to tell me everything. I don't mm-hmm. care about that. Just give me like a little more, I guess. Yeah. Like just some, some like <laughs> dark souls level, like item descriptions would be, would have been fine with me. But, uh, uh, Vanessa, you have any particular moments? I guess I liked the environment of like the greenhouse. I thought that was kind of fun. I hated the actual like man and following him around and making like the plant food. But like some <laughs> some of like the sets, if you would call them that, were pretty fun. Yeah, um, they were, I, would, I would call them sets. Yeah, set set pieces, different set level pieces. level level designs, whatever you want to call them. Yeah, so that like the greenhouse was kind of fun. Um, underground city was pretty cool. I liked that you could get eaten by a bear. That was fun. A giant squid was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess like just, yeah, I guess like the scenery was fun. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think mine would probably, probably be the zoo. I was into, uh, it was just like goofy in a weird way. It was like, there's a lot of goofiness in the whole zoo section, like from riding an ostrich to giving a big bear, a teddy bear. It was, that was the most adventure game. That was one of the most adventure gamey parts is getting the, the bear, the teddy bear. And then and also the, the ending. I, I thought the ending was pretty interesting in terms of just like, not just the actual like meaning behind the ending, more like the execution of it. I found it was a little better than the rest of the stuff in the game. And the music was a little more noticeable there at that point. Uh, Jason, do you have any music opinion, by the way? Uh, um, it's not something I'm going to listen to outside of the game itself, but I think it complemented the game pretty well. Yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty subdued for the most part. Mm, I tried uh, listening to the soundtrack on my own on Spotify, and I was like, "Boy, this music really blends in with the game itself because it doesn't invoke anything as far as memories go in the game. It's very much background music, and it's fine for that. I think it complements the game, but it's there's not a single thing in here that really stood out to me."
Yeah, I, I, I would have to agree. Frustrating moments, I'll start us off there because we already, the, the I think the mech was probably the highest, not necessarily from uh, what you're doing that, not just because just of what you were doing. I think it was more like a culmination of everything. It's like at that point, okay, I'm just pushing this, I'm pushing this box, I'm going to get, pushing this box to get a cart to push this cart with the box in it to get to the mech. Also, there's stuff falling out of the ceiling, uh, which I didn't know could kill you because I, I was, had just gotten incredibly lucky, I guess, the whole time until like I was three quarters of the way with the cart and then it hit me and I had to start all over again. <laughs> and uh, so, and that, was, that was my fault. I was a main engine, I guess. It's, uh, but when then you finally get the mech and you walk 15 feet, break some three boulders and then leave. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That was, I was like, all right, fuck off game. (laughs) Come on. Make do the whole shit just to break three rocks. But yeah, that was probably the most frustrating moment in the game for me, for sure. Some of the, and then again, I've mentioned it before, the deaths were, can can be be kind of frustrating sometimes. Just uh, uh, in terms of what what would kill you and what wouldn't, or how fast you would die sometimes. Uh, or or flipping time back on accident and landing in a hole and dying immediately. <laughs> I did that once or twice. <laughs> yeah, same. Uh, I guess we can, can kind of move, move towards the end is here. Uh, Actually, um, Vanessa, oh. fr- frustrating moments there. Oh, I'm sorry. I, oh, yeah. I started this I off. Know. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's, it's okay. <laughs> I'm an awful host. I'm an awful host. You guys have, you guys both not in my head in agreement about frustrations. <laughs> <laughs> Vanessa and Jason both. Yeah, give, give yeah, 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 Vanessa, nodding along with it, you know, an audio podcast, that really helps. <laughs> <laughs> Good radio. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> At least give us the uh-huh, uh-huh thing. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, I agree with all those things. Um, one part that's frustrating, and this is not like necessarily that it was bad, but also the mechanics played into this a little bit too. I really hate being chased by things. I hate it so much, <laughs> so much. And so um, there's a scene in the game where this the shadow monster appears again. And for some reason, your stupid lantern doesn't work. So you can't go to the, the past. And then he's chasing you through this stupid hallway. And it's like so hard because of the way the game works to like get all the things in place in the proper order. So that was really frustrating to me. It's just like being chased, which I hate, and then having to like deal with the mechanics of the game to get up that stupid building. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that one. I died once or twice on that too. Yeah. So frustrating. <laughs> yeah. I'll say the, um, maybe the hospital might have been the most frustrating one just because it was a lot of just like, what am I doing here? <laughs> yeah, there was a whole lot of like, where am I going? What am I doing? Yeah, yeah that was very adventure gamey solutions too. It's like, all right. I'm getting the flower to give to the lady so she bangs the security guard so I get the key <laughs> to mm-hmm. get on the roof. And I guess the guy with the, in the gurney is fine. So moving on, I guess. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. Is there is there a solution to that? Did you save the guy in the gurney completely? Because I just – I think once I left, it wouldn't let me go back to uh, – uh, I don't really know what happens with him. I don't know if the game really – um, expands upon anything that you really find. I think it's sort of just left to like, okay, that's that was a thing, and let's move on. Yeah, you just put him in like you just like take him to the room, right? And then yeah. he just goes away. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's basically the solution. He goes to the room, and then he just you know um, disappears into the door. So, is there any reward for that? Is there an achievement for that? Oh. I don't remember. I I do know I have all. <laughs> Thousand achievement points, so they weren't very obtuse to get. But yeah, I'm trying, I'm trying to think of uh, 
why we why you had to help that guy now i don't remember i don't remember off the top of my head either it's been uh you know that was this was originally going to be the game we were going to play last month he tells you you help him and then he tells you that you the the security guard wants to bang the nurse oh that's what happens (laughs) ah okay jason any other frustrations uh, that was probably the biggest one. Like I said, I think my patience for this is probably a little bit more uh, high than your guys' just because of the point-and-click adventure game experience I had when I was younger, so I didn't find this too frustrating. And also, the length was a big thing for me with that. I was like, oh, okay, good. I don't feel like I was pl- you know, plowing hours into this thing. I was like, oh, okay, a couple hours, and I was good. So I managed to literally complete this. Um, in one day in between my son's classes while, you know, we're doing online schooling or whatever. So I'm bouncing back and forth. I was like, okay, I can do this pretty easily. <laughs> so maybe yeah, that's why I too, I got to, I not got to, but I sort of had to get up every little while here and go do something. So I never was really in front of the game itself for more than like 20 minutes. Yeah. I'd be doing like a sitting pretty much. Right. Um, yeah. yeah <laughs> not, go, uh, not a lot, not a lot really going on in this game. <laughs> yeah. You just run to the right and solve the puzzle. Um, <laughs> So, and then Vanessa, uh, give me any final thoughts you have and uh, a recommendation if you if, if you have one for, uh, to our listeners. But. Yeah, I don't know. Again, I really liked what they were trying to do, and I wish they had done it a little bit better. But I thought it was like a cool concept. I wouldn't play it again, and I would not recommend purchasing it unless it was on super sale. Jason? I feel about the same way. I don't know what I ended up buying it for on the Xbox and then purchasing it on the Switch for what was on sale for like two dollars? Yeah, like yeah. like three dollars or something, something cheap. Yeah, if it's like two or three bucks, like I would totally say go for it. I don't remember what I paid for it on the Xbox, but because I just yeah, that's just the way Jason is, and we'll move on. Um <laughs> I want to say it's ten dollars on Switch currently. Yeah, I think yeah, the regular <laughs> price is ten dollars. I just don't remember if I had bought it while it was on sale on the Xbox or if I had bought it at full price because yeah, I didn't even remember I had bought it. So yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, for me, like this is a solid I wouldn't even say a solid, but this is like a three out of five. Like, I don't hate this game. I also am kind of like, I don't, I'm, I don't know if I'm really going to remember this game further down the line, but this is one that I'm not angry that I played. So it's kind of like a three. It's just a shrug for me. It's like, oh, I played that game. Me, I think I'm the most negative on the game. I, I, I really, I pretty much, I dislike most of it overall. I, that's strong. Uh, I was pretty indifferent to most of it overall. It was uh, it was a game I played. It's a game I did for a podcast. I don't think I don't know if I'll ever think about it again. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I, I would not I would not recommend it. I feel like even I guess at cheap, you know, it's a, you play it in a sitting. You maybe you get something out of it. But personally, I would I would say uh, spend your money elsewhere. Still at that, at that point, even you can you can get some really good games for for the, on super sale to, uh, instead of this one. We'd usually do a Q and A segment, but no one's played the great perhaps in the world, so we got no uh, <laughs> no questions. <laughs> we were the first three, and that's not that's not true. There are plenty of reviews of this game out there. Any closing thoughts from anyone? John, you will think about this game again when we play Whatever Land when that comes out. Oh, yeah, re- remember, true, oh, that's, that's right, that's the same developer of mm-hmm. the, the Great Perhaps. If if the yeah, we, I, will, I, will, I will happily check out a new a new game from this developer because there is something interesting here. It's just um, I, I wish there was more, way more ambitious than it was. Yeah, I don't even know if it's ambition that it needs. I maybe it's just. Uh... 
for a Follow. first attempt, you know, I, I've dabbled in writing on my own a few times, and every time I go back and look at something I did the first time, you know, I was happy with it, and then I go back and look at it, you know, X amount of years later, or even sometimes X amount of uh, hours later, I'm like, oh, God, that was awful. What was I thinking? I cringe at some of the very, very early reviews I wrote on the site. You know, when I put it out the first time, I was very proud of it, and then I look back and I'm like, what a, what a putz I was. And then I, I, I kind of feel like maybe the developer won't look at this so negatively you know as i do my own writing but i kind of feel like they've got their feet wet with developing a game and i think that will help get whatever land whatever that game is going to end up being it'll help them work that game out a little bit hopefully they're not trying to go a little too hard for whatever they're doing there but i mean i appreciate them swinging for the fences but with the multiple genres that they're trying to overtake uh, yeah what was it a branching dialogue system non-linear gameplay with various endings and a unique in-game turn-based strategy sport simulator i mean <laughs> going from a, a pretty standard uh, puzzle platformer slash, you know, uh, side-scrolling point-and-click adventure game, like, mm, going to that might be a little much. I don't know. It, it just, yeah, makes me not worry a little bit, but at the same time, I'm interested to see what they're going to do next. Yeah, me too. It'll be neat to see, the prog- hopefully, the progression as developers in a, in a, in a follow-up game. If uh, that's what everyone's got, uh, I can start to close this out here. I'm going to say, guys, I picked the best games. <laughs> You're two for two. <laughs> I like this one a little bit more than I liked the last one you did, Vanessa. So me, me too, and it was a lot shorter. Yeah, oh, and a lot cheaper. Thank you. I will, uh, I'll echo that sentiment. <laughs> there you have it. Here, the Great perhaps is better than the Dis- the Disney collection we played, whose <laughs> yeah. uh, official name that I can't remember. Is it just those two games collection? Is that the name of it? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, just those two game name. collections with ni- with nine different versions of them. Yeah, that's uh, great. Perhaps better than Lion King and Aladdin, the games, <laughs> the movies. I'm gonna say not as good, <laughs> but you know, I'm gonna go on a limb. Not as good as those movies. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Better use of two hours. Yeah. Now, would this game have been better if you gave him a sword? Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> that he literally almost had no use for at all because him throwing apples would have been more. Wait, oh, are we. Okay, hold on. Sorry. I'm just having flashbacks here. Okay. I'm just saying the sword would have helped against the rat. <laughs> Since, uh. We wouldn't have to worry about the, the fucking train at that point. Stupid ass puzzle. I derailed us there. Sorry. So, uh, on that note, please donate to our Patreon at Games and Junk on Patreon, correct? Is yes. that our yes? Um, chip in whatever you can. We appreciate anything. Three dollars gets you better version of this podcast. And uh, wait, 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 John, a better version of this podcast, like somebody else is hosting it and and guessing on it. <laughs> yeah, you're hosting it. <laughs> uh, wait, wait, you just said better. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> it's a, a higher quality audio. Sorry, I'll there be more specific. Higher quality, <laughs> higher quality audio and bonus segments where you'll get to hear us talk even more about generally very random topics that just pop into our head. And usually what we're watching on Netflix at that point in time <laughs> and, or uh, what we've been playing. And even more, you know, trivia, if you love trivia. We got plenty of trivia there too for uh, whatever, for the movie or I hate to call them movies, the movies we're talking about. Uh, and. <laughs> Over on Multimedia Failure. Over on, I was uh, <clears throat> collecting myself there. Yeah. Over on Multimedia Failure, our podcast where we watch a different video game movie every two weeks and rank them arbitrarily against each other. It's a great time every time. Those movies are definitely not awful. Uh, you'll Everyone will love it. 
Um, uh, you can also hear Rocket Jason talk about video game music on Rocket with Your Card Out, where Jason goes very in depth on multiple uh, different video game soundtracks. There's plenty of episodes there, so if you like video game music, he's got a lot there for you. I just you posted the 50 hear- second episode. <laughs> <laughs> so he's always trying new things out. It's always a, it's always a treat hearing what he's going to do on a new episode. Uh, we also have a new. Uh, sci-fi themed podcast so say we all uh jason hosts that one as well with his co-hosts whose uh names jason will say right now <laughs> stephanie kulak <laughs> stephanie kulak <laughs> i did not want to get her name incorrect her last name incorrect uh, stephanie kulak are there any podcasts i'm forgetting jason no no i i was ne- i nearly told you what about the game club and then i was like oh that's this one yeah never mind yes you, you also of course get access uh, to the bonus content and better quality audio on our game club, which you're listening to currently. Join the $5 tier, you'll even get a shout-out on the show, uh, which Jason will do right now. Yeah, so uh, thank you, Vanessa. Thank you, John. Uh, <laughs> that's that's these two. Yes, literally my two co-hosts here, or however you want to word that. Um, also, Alex Messenger, Josh Carpenter, and Eric, who, yeah, I wish he gave me a last name, but that's all he has there. And yeah, <laughs> I love it. I love yeah. it. Thank you, Eric, for Eric. being so... Uh, thank you. So, so quietly supportive. I appreciate that. And we all appreciate that. <laughs> but you can be vocally supportive too if you want. That's cool. <laughs> you, can, uh, you can follow the site on Twitter uh, at GamesJunk. You can follow Jason at Jason Ariola. You can follow Vanessa at Vicarious Rock. You can follow myself at John Lucero 777 Is there anything I'm forgetting, Jason? No, that is that is it, man. That is you. You, yeah. you, you wrapped everything up. Good job, man. You know, it's always it's always a struggle. <laughs> uh, so uh, on yeah. that, and also on that closing note, goodbye, everyone. Let's end this nightmare. Have a garbage day. <laughs> Have a garbage day. <laughs> I have to play that game. Oh yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm.